Hey there, listeners. Thanks again for tuning in to Sin's Workshop. Hope you're having a wonderful day. So today we're going to be talking about the life, life as we knew it, um, by Susan Beth Pfeiffer. This book was published originally in 2008, and yes, I'm only now getting to it. <laughs> I know, story of any reader's life to have a TB red pile, like, the size of planet Earth. I mean, I'm pretty sure my my list could wrap around the earth three <laughs> times. Um, but yeah, so the book follows Miranda um, and it follows the events of an asteroid hitting the moon. Um, but it hits the moon with such force and impact that it knocks the moon, the whole orbit of the moon, closer to the earth um as we all know scientifically the moon does have a lot of effect you know it does have lots of effects on planet earth you know it it does control the tides you know there is this push and this pull with the um gravitational force of the moon so just think of like the devastating effects of it being closer i mean in the book there are Miranda lives in Pennsylvania, so she kind of lives in the middle of nowhere. Um, She's kind of lucky in that respect. She is very, very lucky because she's away from the coast, and massive tsunamis pretty much wipe out a lot of life. After that, the... You know, moon's gravity, it starts to um, awaken dormant volcanoes. You know, the magma was so far from eruption, but now that the moon is closer, the gravitational pull is having the same effect on magma as it does on water. So, volcanic eruptions, um, cloud cover, you know, lots of cloud cover just think dinosaurs. That's kind of what led to their extinction, you know. And there's a lot, you know, really hot summers before, right after the tsunamis, before before the volcanic eruptions, and then really devastatingly cold winters. And then you also have rolling blackouts, obviously. There's a lot to unpack. And there's a lot that's going into the novel. And I just love from a scientific aspect, I love that it is um, scientifically accurate. We will never really know what would happen um, under these circumstances, but you know, given our knowledge of science and you know the what we do know of how the moon affects our planet, everything is one hundred percent believable, and I really, really like that. I really like a story that lures me in it doesn't really make me question the signs because I, I wasn't questioning it I was just was like oh my god this is terrible this is terrible I'm like oh my god right and that was me when I was reading this book but I didn't question the believability of it I was very much engaged because it did come off as believable you know these are just natural occurring disasters just heightened you know and it was 100% believable. And I really do like a story that is that believable. Um, what also really worked for the believability was 
Miranda's voice. Um, the story is written in diary entries. You know, you get your month, you get your day. And it's being written by a teenage girl. Pfeiffer did an amazing job capturing the voice of this, pe of this uh, teenage girl. I mean, right at the beginning, you know, right after everything starts to happen, you Miranda just kind of thinks, well, life's just going to go on as normal. And then, you know, she sees her mother reacting. She's like, my mom's overreacting. My mom's, you know, making us do this. She's making us do that. You know, she's a teenager. She's not really understanding the grasps of the seriousness of the situation. At least not until much later. Um, and I don't, I don't mean like much later in the book. I mean like days later, you know, things continue to happen and it's just like, okay, all right. I'm so glad mom was super prepared now. <laughs> um, all the critiquing is just like, wow, mom really, mom really knows how, knows how to survive the apocalypse. Um, I could only hope I would be that resourceful, um, if I were in her place. But I really do like Miranda's voice. And I like how she tells the story. I like how she captures the stress her mother is under. I like how she, you know, she also has a little brother and an older brother. I like that we are able to capture the tension with the f in that family dynamic to see just how stressful this whole situation is. You know, you've got the older brother and the mom who do know exactly what the situation is. You know, you have this family struggling and rationing their food because they don't know um, what is going to happen and they want to make sure that the youngest of them does survive. You have, I mean, yeah, this is like such a gut-wrenching, realistic story and it really did capture my attention from beginning to end. And you have you know, those, those really great scenes, you know, when she just wants to be a kid, you know, she just wants to be a kid and enjoy a summer vacation, but life as she knew it is, is changing. Things are changing and they're becoming really stressful. It's becoming devastating people. She knows, you know, they're, they're dying you know, either due to starvation or they're just leaving and then they're entering this unknown world that is full of, you know, volcanic eruptions and tsunamis and vigilantes and, you know, motorcycle gangs or something like that. <laughs> I'm just thinking, what happens during a major apocalypse? Well, you've got, you know, nomads, nomadic people who are just struggling to survive and they don't care who they rip off. Survival of the fittest, man. Can't really fault them. Um, but it's a really strange new world that these characters are in and they're entering. And I just love the realism for it. I love the way that Piper was able to really capture Miranda's voice in the storytelling. I love that she was able to tell the story in such a realistic way. Like for, I, I didn't doubt it for a second. You know, I'm reading this book 
And of course I know it's a work of fiction, you know, because I, obviously the world has not come to an end. The moon is not closer to the earth. Um, if it was, I'd probably be dead because I live in Florida. Um, and pretty sure Florida's in the sink in the next century. Um, but what's really, you know, interesting is just how real the storytelling is you know <coughs> oh pardon me it's just very grounded <coughs> pardon me oh pardon me sorry um the story like i said it's just really grounded in that realism from the voice to the way it captures the natural disasters and the way it captures their need for survival you really are captivated by just how genuine the story is. And I mean, it, it's just, like I said, there wasn't a moment that I just didn't doubt that this was real. Fully knowing I'm reading a book and I know it's not real, but it just, from the, the way it was written, capturing, you know, diary entries, that style of writing and then the way she was able to kind of really capture that mom daughter tension those dynamics the ones with her or her and her brothers and her father and stepmom um the way she just wants to like kind of live her life for even a little bit like even during the summer when she goes to the um whatchamacallit, to the lake so that she can swim. I thought it was so well done. You know, it really was captivating. It really was executed, in my opinion, um, perfectly. There's nothing in the story that says that this is not happening. And when a story really grips you, when really grounds you in its realism, I think that's really good because you, you forget that the outside world is your reality and you're just, you're just so submerged in the story that you think this is your new reality. And what? It's just so believable, you know, from the voice to the storytelling to the world building to the science. It's so 100% believable. I was able to get lost in it and I didn't want to put it down. You know, I was just reading, reading, reading. I needed to know what was going to happen next. And I really do appreciate that from the storytelling. You know, I think it's, I think it was so well done. I think it was so well told that there's really nothing else I can say <laughs> um, other than, yeah, this is a, for me, this was a five out of five star book. Absolutely loved it. Cannot wait to read the rest of the series. Um, yes, I do own them. So yeah, 100% highly recommend um, Life As We Knew It. Can't begin to tell you that. It was, for me, it was perfect. It was a perfect novel. Um, there was nothing bad I could say about it. You know, I thought it was grounding. I thought it was realistic. I thought it 
it was believable, you know? It was so heartbreakingly believable that to doubt its realisticness just makes me doubt my own reality, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, five out of five stars. If you want to go ahead and purchase the book, please remember to purchase the book from your local bookstore or online book retailer. All I ask is that you get the book off of someplace other than Amazon. Um, you may think, well, it's cheap on Amazon. There's a reason for that. Um, when, when publishers sell the books to Amazon, they sell them to them at a discount rate because really they're just paying for housing in a warehouse. When you, they sell it to publish to bookstores, um, they sell it to them at list price because bookstores not only you know, not only are they paying for some place, but they're also supporting the staff of the business um, and shipping costs as well. So that list price is important um, because authors tend to only get 10%, you know, starting, and I studied um, book contracts in college, starting contracts usually give authors 10% per sale. So if you're selling the book they're selling the book at a discount rate to Amazon and the book gets sold at, you know, a cheaper rate. They're only going to get 10% of that sale. Whereas if you sell it at full list price, yes, 10% of that sale, it's still 10%. But if the book is sold at full list price, that means the author themselves as well end up getting more profit. Um, but you know what? You don't have to support the author that way. Um, you can support the author you can't purchase the book by leaving your own review online sharing the book on Instagram or TikTok. just spreading the word is another great way to support the author without actually purchasing the book because just because you didn't purchase it doesn't mean someone else isn't gonna purchase it making noise for the author is another great way to support the author if you cannot financially um, support them so on that note, I hope you all continue to support me here by liking this podcast, subscribing to my um, podcast, and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. Hope you all have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.